Hey, housewives, come on in. You know the dirty dishes are still in the sink and the laundry is still in the basket. Pop your AirPods in and make yourself at home here. I'm Tori. I'm Tracy. And we are your Unlikely Housewives. Stepping out in faith and believing that God calls the unlikely, we are here to show you the appreciation and validation you deserve, lead you to authentic relationships, and release you from believing the cultural lies to restore your faith and wellness. Pull up those high-waisted yoga pants, tighten your top knot, and reheat your coffee for the third time today. Turn up the volume and let's go. Housewives, welcome back. Happy Tuesday. Oh my gosh. Hard to believe that 2022 is just flying by. Almost through the first quarter. I know. Isn't that not crazy? It is flying. Okay. So today we are going to be talking about how busy and overscheduled we have become. And I think this topic, we decided it had to be discussed when we started signing our children up for summer camps in December and February. February. (laughs) Yeah. And that's why the quarter is flying by because we've been so busy. We're so scheduled. Exactly. So before we jump into that, Tracy, can you read our review for the week? Yes. So this review is from jman3232. Three, two, one. <laughs> I love that. A voice in the valley. Mama in waiting episode was fire. It unpacked much of the infertility journey as well as the long season of waiting that comes with it. God is always at work in the mess and his timing is always perfect. It is in the waiting where those facing this battle need voices and direction. And this episode did just that. It offered hope, connection, and encouragement for those who need it. I learned lots as a friend of how to walk with others in their season of waiting. God very much is working in and through this podcast. Thank you, ladies, for being the hands and feet of Jesus, of Christ is what they said. But that just naturally came out of my mouth. (laughs) (laughs) And thank you so much for that review. And if you have not listened to episode 13, Mama in the Waiting, it is a journey of infertility. And it is powerful. It's very incredible. Yes, it is. Thank you very much for that review. All right. So let's do a shout out real quick or roll call, I guess would be a better way to say it for all of our mom friends. And if one of these is you just in your car or in your kitchen, wherever you are, you go, yep, that's me or present present or here or present all of the above. And and you might be sitting in the car at one of these events waiting for a pickup. Exactly. (laughs) All right. So where are our dance moms, baseball moms, cheer moms, band moms, soccer moms, gymnastics moms, hockey moms, volleyball moms, theater moms. Are you getting our point? There are a lot of activities that we actually forgot on purpose. Otherwise, we would be here all day. (laughs) Exactly. That would be the 30 minutes of just all the different crafting that our children are in. Yes. And all of these events, activities, they're great. They are teaching our kids so much of discipline and being on a team and being involved. That's the point of these things, right? Like when you decide that you want your kid, I'm pretty sure I'm going to say nine out of 10 parents decide when they're signing their child up for an activity. One, they want their child to have fun. Mm -hmm. They want their child to be a well-rounded individual, try something new, be a skill in a child, a skill, 
And then they want the benefits of it, right? So the discipline that a kid learns, the sportsmanship that a kid learns. I'm pretty sure most parents don't sign their kid up at the age of five or something and going, well, by golly, we're going to get this kid in Major League Baseball. Yep. We're going to earn the scholarships. We're starting now. Exactly. Or that gold medal is ours, baby. Just give us 10 years, right? Like, I don't think that that's why we as parents sign our kids up for things. But it sure feels like it transitions into that awfully quickly. (laughs) I think a lot of us love, maybe we have a passion in it. We love it. I think a lot of parents have said, oh my gosh, this was so much fun for me. I would love for my kid to enjoy it too. There's nothing wrong in that unless you keep your kid in it and they don't like it. (laughs) Right, right. Or the season where you can see the the kid has done the time and the work in in the beginning. And now that they're getting a little bit older, like kids can legit burn out on stuff where they're like, okay, I practice for 20 hours a week, every week. And now I'm a freshman and I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. Like we can do that to our kids. Right. Yep. But some kids love it. Like some kids would thrive on the 20. If it is something that they are passionate about and love and wake up early and never complain about going or my children fake an injury. So they don't have to do one of their skills in gymnastics. (laughs) That's It happens. There's just some days you need some extra attention. Yes. (laughs) Well, when my kid is faking an ankle injury so they don't have to do beam or a head injury so they can sit down for a minute, I'm like, let's reevaluate. Right. Right. (laughs) Or I just like to remind my children, like, this is costing mommy and daddy money. If you don't want to do that, that's okay. Oh, yeah. Just tell us. Yep. We've (laughs) definitely had those conversations too, just to make sure that what we were doing was worth it, worth the cost, worth the time, worth the money. You know, I had a family that I think they have five kids. I believe this is the family that told me they told their kids. They said, all right, you got two options. You can all play sports or you can all agree not to and we'll go buy a lake house. You choose. (laughs) Because let's be real. That is legit. That's how much sports cost, especially with five kids. Or we can have a lake house. You pick, you know? Right. I mean, for those of you that have the lake house, I know you're not going if you have those kids in sports because you're too busy. Exactly. Like what weekends do you get? If your kid isn't in tournaments, I mean, we can talk about what your upcoming schedule is going to look like here in the next couple of months. And it's a choice. It is very much a choice for your family and for the environment and what you want to be in. And one of the reasons that we brought this up and we titled this underwhelmed and overscheduled is because when our schedules tend to fill up, we are left possibly with feelings of lack of joy. The happiness might not be there. The kids might not be enjoying it. You might not be enjoying it. And what comes with that is actually a lot of work behind the scenes. Right, mamas? <laughs> yes. Yes. I hope you all said yes, because it's been a lot for you and I. Yeah, that's true. And we become managers. Right. And we are literally scheduling out every single day, every single activity. I mean, color coding is your personal best friend. Yes. On a schedule. Yep. On an app and on paper. Yeah. (laughs) And, but we are chaos coordinators. Mm -hmm. I've seen the shirt. I want the shirt. Yep. Like when your kids are involved in that many activities, even, I mean, you have four kids. That's more activities than my two kids and they're one activity, but they're on different teams. Right. So like our schedules are naturally going to look different, but you do, you become, you've got to keep track of all the activities and the 
the carpooling and like you said, you have to weigh the cost. The cost yeah. isn't just a price mm-hmm. or the money that you're selling out. Like it's the time, it's the sacrifice. It's the, okay, what can we not do because we have tournaments on the weekends? Yeah. Well, like we don't always weigh that when we sign our kid up for an activity or say, okay, the sport's going to be your, you know, we don't always think about those things. Well, yeah. And I think for having four kids when we had them and they were younger, the freedom of, hey, let's just do this today. Let's just go do that today, you know, is a season of life that you're like, this is great. We can just go to the zoo, you know, as a family on a Saturday or Sunday or whatever. You know how hard it is to do anything as a family right now (laughs) with four kids because they are in sports. We have to be so stinking intentional. And when there is a white space on the calendar or a date that doesn't have something on it, we are savoring that, you know, and I think that that's where if there's that white space on the calendar, some people go tend to fill it as we are these chaos coordinators. I mean, guys, we're just talking sports. What else is there, Tor? <laughs> okay. Well, how about the birthday parties right? that get added to our calendars or the random text message that says, Hey, is your kid coming to this? And I'm like, Oh crap. Mm-hmm. Mom fail. Yep. But yes. She'll be there. <laughs> yeah. And that is at the play dates even, you know, like what's your kid doing after school on Wednesday? Yes. Let me check my schedule and get back to you. Mamas, we've all said it. We've all sent the text and then we forget to follow up. <laughs> right. Right. And how about the amount of time that our kids have to dedicate to homework? Yeah. I mean, it's, we're only in first and second grade at this point, but I have heard from mm-hmm. other mamas. I was about to say older mamas. I meant older kid mamas. Yes. Not <laughs> but that like it's going to start getting heavier and they're going to have to have more time. And I'm going, okay, how are we going to do the activities after school when we have more hours yeah, of homework? Yeah, and are you having meltdowns every single night and your kid's not doing homework? Is it worth the like, well, let's get to basketball practice and then let's, you know, go home and work on homework or doing it in the car on the way? Like what each kid is going to handle it differently. Each kid has a different style of learning, a focus that they need. Some can do it on the go while listening to music in the car. (laughs) You know, others need to be quiet, home and focused. Right. And then some kids need the sleep instead of staying up like we've got late gymnastics. One night it's 830, one night it's eight. Well, we tag team. So if one parent stays home and puts the other kid to bed while the other parent goes, gets that kid. And that kid goes a little bit later. Like we try to balance that out. So the other kid is not staying awake unnecessarily and getting that sleep, but still, I mean, we fail. Oh yeah. That when you realize that some kids need more sleep than others, Mm -hmm. that's hard to balance too. Yeah. Well, and you said we fail. So I want to stress that again, I feel like on every episode we need to say, we are not perfect. We do not have this right. We fail at all things, but I don't know if you all caught on yet, but we're (laughs) a little bit of hot messes. And this uh, is why we are the unlikely housewives. We are stepping into a space that God has called us to. We do not feel always qualified, but we know, Hey, guess what? If we've walked through this and we've experienced something and we've learned from it and God's brought us through it, We can share it with you and hopefully God will bring you through it too. Right. (laughs) Or maybe you'll readjust. We're talking about like, what are the things that overschedule us? We've talked about the sports. We've talked about the birthday parties, you know, all the things that go on there. Guys, we haven't even talked about the things that are our roles as mamas and housewives, like the household chores and the laundry. Pause. (laughs) A moment of silence for laundry. For the laundry, for the love of laundry. (laughs) Okay. Okay. 
I wanted to brag on my amazing husband just for a second, because how often do you get to brag about laundry and your husband? In the same sentence. In the same sentence. (laughs) He has taken it upon himself to do the kids' laundry. Now, could it potentially be why, because he doesn't like the way I do the children's laundry, because it sits on the kitchen table for about a week and a half in the laundry basket? Possibly. Did I plan it that way? No. But man, he has got those girls like turning things inside out by the time he gets to them. And then when he's done with it, he's like, hangers, stat. And then he's like, put them away in your closet. Done. Whose is this? Yours. Done. I mean, and it's life changing. Yeah, it's amazing. And you want to know why it didn't work for you before? Because you were so overwhelmed. And trust me, it doesn't mean a bad thing. That's what I'm dealing with, too. They come in and they can be these heroes, which they are destined to be their the dads, you know, they get to be the heroes many times too, but (laughs) they can come in and discipline in a snap. And I just snapped. Yes. Because we carry so many things. Moms, how many times do we say, pick your battles? (laughs) I give up throwing in the towel. There are some things you do and that may just be an area. Now my kids have been folding laundry. They do their own laundry. They fold and put it away since they were little, because I swear we have so much laundry between all the beds. I was going to say, you've like, got four kids. Yeah. That's, well, yeah. and then you add in the beds and the towels and the uniforms, which I take care of the uniforms because I'm so afraid they're going to ruin them. And those are not cheap. <laughs> no. And we have to have them on, right, done on time. That's so, true. Yeah. That's a whole nother story. I feel like we could have a whole episode on laundry. We probably could <laughs> on how to set. <laughs> Although I think I would have to give up my co-host spot just for Andrew and he could have the conversation with Andre about <laughs> y'all could have that conversation. You guys should just share with us. Like I, I actually did have a friend. I posted about it on social media this week and she posted or shared with me. She was like, Oh my gosh, you need this. It's a lifesaver. She actually has a laundry service that picks up her laundry every Friday and delivers it every Monday. I'm like, that sounds amazing, but I wouldn't even be that organized, nor would I really want to send my undergarments away. I don't know. That's kind of a, huh, we'll see. Maybe one day. That is a thought. But also, (laughs) I don't know if I could last. I don't know that there's a basket big enough for us to have all of our laundry (laughs) in a basket by Friday. I'm thinking about how quickly it accumulates. Oh, yeah. You would have a few. Yeah. All right. We're moving on from laundry. That was a tangent that we just love to get on. Let's go to the other big one. Groceries and cooking. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's a hard one, especially for us overscheduled, busy families. Okay. So let's talk about what we do with that. First of all, shout out to Instacart. If you know me, I love it. I found it seven years ago and her referral link will be in, yeah, in, the, show in the show notes, <laughs> just so you know, then I believe you get like $10 off. So definitely use it. Okay, friends. Yes, it is worth it. And I actually had to do it after I had my fourth. I had like long story, couldn't really get around and I had to surrender and have groceries delivered to my house. And so I started Instacart and I never went back. Minus when we moved here and Kansas didn't have it. Long story, but it came a year later and I'm happy now. But let's talk about how that has become culture, right? There is Walmart pickup. There's other online delivery shopping, grocery pickups, like Target pickups and all the things. And that's certainly accommodating you to say, it's okay, stay busy. Yeah. Yeah. And it's get in, get out kind of thing. Like, and it is very convenient. Yes. Let's not lie it is a very convenient but also it's very impersonal like Mm -hmm. where we miss the interactions of standing in the groceries cart line 
you know, and talking to people and stuff like that. Like, I mean, it's probably pretty easy to be a hermit these days Mm -hmm. and never talk to anybody brought to your door. Yeah. Well, we haven't even really, I mean, this is just the icing or the, what is it? The icing on top of the cake. We haven't even talked about the bulk of it. What about the jobs that we all have? Careers, working out of the home, working at home, side gigs, all the things that we're trying to do to bring in money for our families. Right. So you can do all the things and And afford all the things. things. Yes. I mean, people have side gigs to pay for their children's sports. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Like, because if you're club sports or elite sports or whatever it is, I mean, that like, let's not calculate how much money you're spending. It's the lake house. Yeah. Right. You know, and so that definitely is something that parents are having to do, families are having to do, is pick up those extra multiple streams of income just to make the ends meet so their kids can stay in all of the things. Which is what we're being told. Like, culture and society has created that. Like, that was not the case when we were young. Right. Well, when we were young, I'm from Texas, they're blue laws. So things were closed on Sunday. Mm -hmm. And... Car dealerships were closed on Sunday. Liquor stores were closed on. Things were legit closed on Sunday because what? That was family day and church day, mm-hmm. you know? And now, I mean, we have a gymnastics meet at 745 this Sunday. Things have opened up so we can fill it. Fill it. Because I think as as we grow, as we go on, we're afraid of the silence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think we've experienced, and we kind of want to circle back to like what this has looked like over the last few years. You know, 2019 was the year that we did all the things. We we were overscheduled. I can speak on my personal story of working my side hustle hardcore, wanting to reach goals. And it wasn't until the beginning of 2020 when my daughter had a major anxiety attack and my eyes were completely open to something that Tell them how old your daughter is. Oh, she's she's seven. So she was five when she had it. It opened my eyes to where my time and energy was being spent. And I was doing all the things. I was overscheduled. Now, I'm always a pretty present mom, very involved. But you guys, I'm admitting, (laughs) sadly, that I was too busy to see what was coming. Once it happened, I could look back and see all the things that had led up to it, but I was too busy to see it. And so it brought us to our core, our family, you know, everything. And I was on my knees. And God conveniently shut down the world for you. Yeah. Yes, he (laughs) sure did. Just a couple months later, all the struggles of all the things that we dealt with. Wasn't that nice of him, you guys? He did this entire pandemic just for the Stein family. (laughs) I feel like we said that before in an episode before, (laughs) but it, it did. It opened our eyes to family time and the things that we needed to be addressing. Now, it was a blessing and a curse because it shut all the things down and we didn't have the things to do with our family and with our kids. And so we focused on it and all the time, but it was a band-aid for a child with anxiety because when the world opened back up and we went to go do things, there was a whole nother level. But it brought us to our attention that, hey, we need to make sure that we are focusing on this because we are a busy family. We do have four kids. We will all not always be busy, but hello, that's just what we're going to be. And we needed to make sure that there was time and space and focus on how she specifically was feeling as we, you know, moved on to schedules. Like she would just go with the flow. Just such a gracious little sweetheart uh, sitting at all the baseball games, playing her magnetiles, bringing her babies, doing all the things, you know, and it came to the point of like, wait, maybe we don't always go and be as a family. Maybe sometimes we needed to stay at home and she 
go to bed earlier or, you know, there are things, lots of adjustments that we have made and lots of therapies, lots of things as a family to get to the other side of that. But through that pandemic, through the shutting down, opening back up and being here now in 2022 and we are already flying through, this is what we're saying, you know, we have found boundaries. That is the one thing that I can speak on as a family. We found boundaries to protect that space so that hopefully, I mean, we know we're going to have those issues, but hopefully that's not what we're losing, going out of control in. Well, and I think to speak to your character of your family in that way is that because of what happened for her, you did not quit life. Right. Which is incredible. Like there are so many that would pull back completely and take everything and just saying, okay, kids, that's it. We can't do this. We need to all, you know, we're done doing this because this is causing issues for your sister. But you have worked with her and created environments for her, for her to feel comfortable in those again. But at the same time, you're still in life. All the kids are still doing their sports. Like y'all don't understand, like Tracy's schedule did not just all of a sudden become blank to deal with an issue. It was like, okay, we're going to deal, like, we're going to figure this out while still doing the other things. So we're not saying clear your schedule. Like that is not the answer by any means. What we're talking about is the space in between the, the white space on your calendar. What is filling that? And is there enough of it or is there too much of it? Because sometimes there can be too much of our white space when we don't have things, but yeah. And then you don't, that's another episode. Yeah. And you don't utilize it the way you want to. I mean, no wonder us mamas feel so overwhelmed that we can't focus on self-care or, you know, working out and doing all the things to eat healthy. Like there has to be a balance and that, that word is just such a, it's undefinable as a mom. I feel like balance is a double-edged sword. Right. Because you want balance, but there's no such thing as, it's like, there's not a real definition for health, Mm -hmm. right? Everybody has a definition of what healthy looks like, right? And when you say, oh, well, my life is balanced. Well, what does that mean? For them, balance may look like exercising six days a week and working only four hours a day. And then with kids, like there's that. Sure, that might be balanced, but like nothing is 50-50. Right. And the one, this is just like jumping out at me. Like we have to realize where we want you to realize that what we are talking about is finding your space and your peace that keeps you and your family happy. Like someone who works out six days a week, that could be where they are happy. Okay. That is not where I'm going to be happy. And they're doing it so they don't kill their family, (laughs) which is fine. Yes. We all have our things. So when you're going, well, I would like to be this fit, or I would like to take care of myself this way. Are you going to sacrifice extra time and energy or something in your day to go get that? Not everybody's going to have the same answer. That's why balance is, when I say that, it is like a undefined word for mom because it's going to be something different, but it's the priority are your priorities balanced? You know, for us, it's our faith, you know, like, are we making sure that we're doing everything to raise our kids up to know and love Jesus? Like that is number one. Then it's our marriage. Then it's our kids, you know, then it's education and sports. Like while the sports fill the calendar, is there enough space on there to fill in all the stuff that is important to us? Right. And I still don't have it perfect. I'm going to keep saying that disclaimer. (laughs) (laughs) And we haven't even started talking about summer camps. No. 
I mean, we does it make you cringe? Like, moms, are you going, oh, my, I'm so excited. I can't wait. I'm filling up every week so my kids are out of the house because handling them all summer long is overwhelming. Or, and that's okay, not judging. <laughs> yeah, no, that keeps everybody alive and happy. Yes, go for or it. Or if it. you're like me, it makes me mad because I'm so scheduled from August till May. I want to have a free summer. Like we do a couple things for our kids that they love, that they ask to do. Then the rest is we're just going to play our sports and hang out by the pool because we don't want to have a schedule. Right. And I think that, you again, it's something that you figure out for what works best for you and your family on how, again, on what works best for your family. And I think we're going to go into that in a minute about where the underwhelm comes from. Right. So I think we've already talked about what's filling the calendar and you and I have obviously processed this a little bit, but our question to you guys is, is it true that we have to be this busy or is it just what culture has pushed us to believe? We're trying to keep up with the Joneses. Oh, your kid's going to this camp. I'll sign mine up too. Oh, your kid's going to this camp. I'm going to sign mine up too. We've done all those things. And then you're also the one because you're trying to keep up with the Joneses that are going, I don't know how I'm going to pay for this. I'm going to have to work harder. Or it's going to take more time away from my family. Like, what are the questions? Like, what's the process and how you're handling it all? Because that's what leads to this underwhelm, this feeling that Tori and I both were like, okay, what what is this feeling? Because we felt it. We felt it a few times. <laughs> in our lives. Yeah. More than a few. And what does that feel like? You know, it's when you have all the plates in the air, but you know, one's going to drop and when it does what's left. Right. And you feel that there's a hole. There's like this hole of like, yeah, you're doing it all, but you're not fulfilled in any of it. Mm -hmm. Or it's, you're going through the motions of showing up for this practice, showing up for this game or coaching this kid in this, or where in your life do you feel that? Is it with your family activities, your kids' activities, or is it, do you feel that with your day-to-day job? Like, do you feel that with a side job? Do you feel that you're showing up to friends' coffee dates or lunches or happy hours? And at first you're like, I really don't want to go. I don't need, I don't want to go. But you go because it was something on the calendar because you're like, well, I have to go. It's so-and-so's retirement party or so-and-so's baby shower. Like we said this in an episode before and we'll say it again. If it's not a hell yes, it's a no. Yeah. Don't put it on the calendar. <laughs> right. And, but I think there's so, oh, what will people think if I don't go to Zoe's baby shower? Mm-hmm. Like send the gift and say peace, you know, blessings, dr- blessings, love <laughs> you, happy. You're going to have a great kid. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like you don't have to sacrifice your time and your energy if it doesn't bring you joy. And yeah. If, if everything starts to feel like a job that is not bringing you joy, then that's where we start to question things. Well, we kind of talked about like for some scheduling, like it's done for a purpose. Like we just said, it's to keep the kids busy. It's a distraction from something else, you know, like that you don't want to have that quiet time or maybe it's you don't want to be at home because being at home is stressful like maybe the kids are fighting too much or it just causes too much anxiety who knows like there's a reason that sometimes people fill the calendar and we want to ask you what's your reasoning and then on the flip side I have to schedule (laughs) I don't have a choice I have to be so scheduled to be organized so that I have the peace so that I know where my white margin is, where my margin is that I can fill with the right time. And that's a valid question to ask yourself. Why am I scheduling? Why is our schedule always full? You know, like you're coordinating 
four kids lives and your husband and yourself, like, yes, yeah, scheduling and having that feels like a pretty full schedule. When I look at your schedule compared to my calendar, it's very different. Right. Right. And that's capacity. Remember we talked about this too. Like each person has their own capacity, right? Right. And it depends on if you're an extrovert or an introvert, you know, type A, whatever. There's all kinds of different levels of capacity of what you can handle. And what kids can handle. Yes. And what kids can handle. And each one of them are different too. So it is a juggling act, but it's also a, do you know your cap? Do you know where your marriage is healthy? Your kids are healthy and everything is going well. Do you know where that cap is or do you not? Yeah. Because I sure as heck know I might be overcapped sometimes (laughs) because I can tell. Right. Well, some of those symptoms, right? So how do you know if you're overscheduled? You're tired all the time. You're angry. Short temper. Mm -hmm. And how about when you're like, get your lunches, get your backpacks. Like, let's get out the door. Like, you mean that's not a loving tone? Does it speak to you? I'm kidding, (laughs) y'all. We get that some morning. Yes, we yell in this house. It's fine. Yep. Mine too. I was never going to be a yeller. Yeah, we say that. I just, I don't even know how it happens. I I don't think my children can hear me unless I'm yelling. That's... I feel this way about the dogs. I like tell the dogs to go kennel and it takes me four times to get them in their kennel. Chris is like, kennel, dogs are in their kennel. I'm like, what the heck? Like, well, the kids do that too. That's what I'm saying. Like the dogs just following the kids' behavior. (laughs) Yeah. They're like, oh, it takes four times for you to listen to mom. Okay. I can do that too. Yep. My dog's excuse is she's deaf. So (laughs) there's there's that. All right. But your house is a mess. Like if you don't have the time to... There's a difference between a house being a mess and you're okay with it. And then there's a difference between a house being a mess and you're like, and that brings you anxiety and angst and you're like, oh, yeah, I can't live like this. Yeah. I've talked about that before, though, that last year, that's what I focused on. Like my physical peace in my house is what gives me peace to sleep better at night. Like I can't stand to walk past three to four loads of laundry sitting in the hallway and then try to go to bed and relax. Like no you guilt. Can, None. Yes. Well, there's certain things I can and certain things I can't. Like my countertop, mm-mm. I have to have it clean, dishes done, and running every night so that when I go downstairs, my morning doesn't start off angry, snipping, and yelling at my kids. God, you need to marry Andrew. Um, <laughs> he would just die. I think that's why Chris loves me so much. <laughs> probably. Probably you. I'm still not sure why Andrew keeps me around. No, that's another. It. There's another podcast in that. But you aren't sleeping well or your kids aren't sleeping well. They're not listening. Your spouse is or the fact that you're not listening. Sometimes we don't listen because we're so preoccupied with what's going on in between the six inches, you know, between our ears. Yep. Of this internal all dialogue, the things, all yes. the things that we don't hear anything that anybody else is saying because we're thinking of what we've got to do next. What's this has got to come and da, 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 da. So. Oh yeah. That like, if y'all don't brain dump already, please brain dump. It is healthy. Just get it out. Whether it's right in the morning, get up early, do a quick brain dump on a piece of paper. So you know what you got to do for the day or before you go to bed, brain dump so that you can sleep. It really does help. Really. Yeah. If you're doing that, how are you reacting to that? So the question mm-hmm. is, is when you are overscheduled and overwhelmed in that aspect, what wh- is your numbing thing when you're overwhelmed? I personally scroll. Yeah. Instagram, Facebook. Instagram, yep. And I can just scroll and I can close the app and open it again. I can even scroll my mm-hmm. mail and just like delete, delete. Like that's the numbing stuff that I oh, can do. Can you delete my emails for me? No. <laughs> I'm about no, 14,000 right oh, now. Oh, good. That. <sighs> I know. I'm sorry. I, I don't like it either, but I gave that up. You know yeah. what I do? 
I clean, I like I do projects. I like, I was going to say you clean no, well, you no, can... like I clean, like I organize like my office. Okay. Instead of actually doing the work or Andrew, go ahead and tune out right now. If you're listening to this, because I do not need you to hear anything that Tracy is going to say, because I have a feeling you're going to give me suggestions. <laughs> well, I like will clean the kids like crafts or like a closet space. Like, but that's what I do while that's great. I do it to avoid my handling and organizing my schedule and doing the things that are more of a top priority. Like it's still a numbing out thing for me. I'll put in a podcast. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to podcast, but I will listen to all my favorites. I will listen to a book on audible and I will numb out. I will run away. See, I, I have done that when I have been dealing with stuff. Like I been up late and I cleaned the kids craft room. That was very much that because one, it feels good to throw things away when you're angry. <laughs> that is true. And some of these things are good. Just keep doing these. Maybe they're not your numbing out thing. And this is what you normally yeah. do. Like, that's so great. <laughs> yeah. But that that doesn't have a good feeling. So sometimes for our sanity, we binge, right? We do these things. We Netflix or we scroll or whatever. And sometimes we need that. Guys, we have to shut down. Mamas, shut down. Find your space. Just turn it all off after you're done listening to this podcast. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes we do it being selfish. Like I need this. I'm going to do this. Like I can handle this. And we both have been there. Can you recognize it? Can you tell the difference? Because I think when we can start to separate that and when we can identify why we're feeling this way and you associate it with that feeling of like, I'm just underwhelmed. Like I'm not happy this schedule, this calendar, everything I'm doing, there's no joy there. You're just completely underwhelmed. Then you have to ask your questions, the question of what am I going to do different? Because, I mean, the schedules are going to stay the same unless you pull your kids out and then they're going to put them in something else. Like the busy friends sticks around when you have kids. <laughs> right. A busy life does not exist. Everybody is busy on some kind of level. Mm -hmm. I highly doubt there's a family that I mean, going to work and going to school is still busy because yep. there are choir concerts, band concerts, after schools, fundraising opportunity for this. I mean, mm -hmm. going, this is a season of busy for every, I mean, busy exists. Busy is life. Right. So to decide, like you said, if it's not, if it's not a hell yes. Yeah. If it's not a hell yes, it's a no. That. <laughs> then you can start weeding out some of the things in your schedule and I think just feeling that weight lifted yes. will give you a sense of. Like, and friends, I can oh. tell, I want to like say this, God's going to honor that. If you give up something to be there more for your marriage or your kids or whatever, like he is going to honor that. I, like there was an episode in the fall that I didn't go to something and it's something I've been to numerous times. And I felt originally I worried about like, well, I'm not going to go or I'm not going to participate or whatever. And I said no before I even had anything on the calendar. I just knew it wasn't where I needed to be. It was just a boundary I had set. And I remember that like two days later, I was just like in my prayer time, in my quiet time. And I was like, whoa, the Lord did something really, really cool. I never saw a single post I would in a scroll, in a story, in a message of that event that I didn't attend to remind me it was okay that I wasn't there. Yeah. It was good because I felt I would have seen it. I would have felt guilty or I would have been FOMO. like, yeah, I would have had that FOMO. I would have had that comparison. I didn't do anything really fun. Did I need to be there? No, I knew I didn't need to be there and it was healthy and it was okay. So when you say no, because you're going to do something for yourself and just stay home or to plan it with your husband or to be there for your kids, that's good. That's okay. 
Yeah, absolutely. And have you decided what the proper boundaries are? How do you stay organized enough with the schedule you have to keep the peace and still have the joy and enjoy your role as mom? What does that look like for you? That's our question. And we don't we have, don't an, have answer. an answer for you. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> and that's, that's it, the show, there folks. We go. There you go. Okay. No, for real. We don't have that answer for you. Every mother, every kid, every household has a different definition of being overscheduled and having healthy boundaries. If you ask me if I am overscheduled, I am going to tell you no. Does my calendar look like that? Do no. I sometimes look like a hot mess? Yes. 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 <laughs> now, I, am I late? Do my kids show up without the proper uniform or miss something? Yes. We are not perfect, but we are happy. Right. And looking at your calendar gives me anxiety. <laughs> and that's just. But that's. Just, but you're happy. Right. I enjoy what my girls do. It's exciting, you know. And Andrew and I are even at the point, too, where we're looking at what next season looks for. So my girls are in gymnastics. Currently, they're on different teams. And. They might be even different levels next year. And we're going, okay, but right now we spend four nights a week going back and forth to the same gymnastics gym. Mm -hmm. Like there is one night during the week that we get to have dinner at a regular time and together. And that's like, ugh. Yeah. But on the flip side, two nights a week, we get one-on-one time with a kid. Yeah. And that's, that's a special too. That's the season. That's special. I think the girls really enjoy that time because they know like, okay, I get to do this with mommy and daddy and I'm going to do this. And, and it, it's kind of nice. They get that just a couple of hours twice a week. And so it's like, what do we want? Where's the priority in that? And, and again, that's an ever-changing conversation. Yes. It might change by the end of the summer where the girls want to be on the same team and we're at different levels, whatever it is, like, but it's fluid. So what works for you this spring may not work for you next spring. Exactly. So it's a process where you're having to ask yourself questions. And that's what our call to action is today is that take a good evaluation of all the things that are on your calendar and all the things that you are quote unquote, to do, right? Yep. That's on your to-do list. Look at that, your life, look at your schedule, look at the calendar, your calendar, your kid's calendar, your husband's calendar, get them all lined up. And then decide what brings you joy, what brings your kids joy, what brings your husband joy, where's the peace, yeah. like where's your margin? And then we came up with a couple of questions you can ask yourself. Yeah, and I think when you're evaluating this, ask yourself, are you living for the events and the next thing? Or are you living for and with your family? Because when the kids look back, are they going to remember the movie nights that you just sat on the couch or the time you snuggled in bed? Or are they going to remember the carpool to and from soccer? You know, and sometimes, I mean, we have very good conversations in that carpool, you know, one-on-one. On one. Like yeah. But whatever it is. So one answer is not better than the other, what we're trying right? to say on that. Exactly. But what are they going to remember? Are you thinking about that, you know, versus just going through the motions? So our questions for you is, if it's on the calendar, is it required? Part of school. It's a concert. Obviously, the games go on the calendar. Maybe some practices you can miss here and there. Maybe not. Everybody's schedule and, you know, team, et cetera, is different. So is it required? Does it bring me and my family joy? You, your kids. And how does it affect the rest of the family? 
that is really big. And that is something that my husband and I are really working on right now is this is the season where we divide and conquer. We are never together. You know, we're each taking a kid here and there or one staying at home while one's traveling or uh, taking a kid somewhere. How is it affecting us? How's it affecting our marriage? How is it affecting how one of us, if, if we're overstressed, is responding to a kid on homework or responding to a kid when they have their crisis? you know, that we need to emotionally be there for or the anxiety that we're dealing with. Like, how does it affect the rest of the family? And I know this seems like a big, overwhelming umbrella, but when it comes down to it and when we created this topic, it was, we know that overscheduling is life right now, especially with children. But the biggest piece that we want to ask you is, are you okay with it? Are you happy or are you underwhelmed? And if your answer to yes, I'm underwhelmed, I'm feeling lonely, I'm tired, I'm crabby, I have all these feelings, then we want to encourage you to find your peace, find your margin, and erase some of those things on the calendar. Yes. So, well, housewives, that's what we have for you today. And we will see you next week. Bye, housewives. Whether we made you laugh or cry today, we pray you feel appreciated. Older and braver than yesterday, stronger and more faithful for tomorrow, but living in who you were made to be today. Join our online community on Facebook. Find our link in the show notes. Be sure to review and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you enjoy listening. Until next time, housewives, we give you permission to walk confidently, freely, and be intentional in your slippers or stilettos.